Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 207th day of be with me and really meaning to be with the Lord. Thank you for being here. It's great to be here. And we have great questions ahead of us today from John chapter 7, verses 37, 8, and 9. Let me read that. On the last day of the feast, that's the Feast of Booth, Jesus is in Jerusalem and celebrating the Feast of Booths, the great day, so the culmination of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Verse 38, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So back to verse 37. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. So I was curious, if anyone thirsts, shouldn't it say, when you thirst? If? Doesn't everybody thirst? Don't we all have this God-shaped hole in our hearts? Or is this a job that the Lord gives to give thirst and to give hunger? Um I wonder, doesn't the clay say who who made me, who made beauty? Doesn't the clay say, why do I stand on this planet that sustains me, that I didn't make? Why is there beauty? Why did you give me such a beautiful wife? Why am I alive? How do children learn? Aren't those questions that the clay says? But perhaps God gives thirstiness. And what is thirst? I guess I was thinking about that. It tells us, thirst tells us that we are in need. It's an, it's an alarm, that if the alarm is not quenched, eventually you die. It's an essential need. It's not optional. Thirst, slaking thirst is not optional. And it's not something we can, in and of ourselves, provide. It's provided from outside of us. So how do we get it? We come. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. So I was thinking about just taking one step, one turn, even one toe. Maybe today is your toe day. Um, how can the Lord turn our toe uh, towards him? Okay, verse 38. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture said, has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And this recalls a couple of uh, verses. The, one of the verses it recalls is in Ezekiel chapter 47, where uh, God gives Ezekiel this vision, and there's water flowing out from the altar in the temple. And this didn't. This was not a normal everyday uh, process. So in a sense, God almost like gives him these spiritual sunglasses. He puts the sunglasses on, and he sees that oh, out of this, out of this special place of God. That's where the source of this water is flowing. And of interest for those of you who are geographic in mind, uh, that was the high ground. So it's the it's water pouring out from the high ground, not from, you know, in a valley kind of an idea. Uh, Isaiah chapter 12 says that with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. 
So this, those two things talk about God being the source and the ultimate source of, of, of water. But then Proverbs 18 is the one that he, I think he's actually quoting, where it says, The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. So there, it's the, the person of God is actually a source of, of uh, water. So when we thirst, and when we come, and when we drink, and then when we get the Holy Spirit, which I'll talk about in a second, you go from being a just a consumer, you still be, are a consumer, but you then are somehow a provider, a source, uh, a storer and, and giver backer. You become a bubbling uh, brook with the with the help of the Holy Spirit. And then we find out in the last verse that this is actually about the Holy Spirit because he tells us that uh, now this he said about the Spirit. And then how do we get it? Whom those who believe in him were to receive. So it is a um, uh, an event that happens after our belief or during our belief, for as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So the Spirit is going to come, and there's great things to be said about the, the characteristics of the Spirit and the qualifications of the Spirit, and also the, the things that he gives us uh, when we have this ability to uh, reflect him, store him, and then become a bubbling brook uh, for others. So today I wonder about thirstiness. Um, I think there's a prayer maybe for some of us that the Lord would help us to be thirsty and maybe even stay thirsty, stay uh, on a short, leash, a short leash, as I have said before, uh, maybe today is a day to turn our toes, our pinky toes towards the Lord or turn around, let him come one step closer. If we are thirstier, we get to be this bubbling brook. So perhaps, Lord, let our words reflect our relationship, our connection, our source with you. So if you're a Christian today, let's try to act and sound like it. Um, there's a humility here that if your mouth is going to be a life-giving resource, we have to stay uh, connected and uh, abiding in him, if you will. So what great words here today from the Lord. Let's be thirsty. Let's be a bubbling brook. Uh, let have, let's let our, our mouth, which is our connected to our heart, be a river of living water. We'll find out a lot more about the Spirit uh, another day. But today, it's the bubbling brook of the Holy Spirit within us. Maybe we, like Abraham, will be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. Thank you for listening. I pray for your bubbling brook today.